0: All right, welcome back. This is the Kelly Road Show, and I am excited to have Scott Moran with me here from SamCart. He's gonna talk a lot about the digital trends that we're seeing in the our online e-commerce space. SamCart has helped digital creators, just like all of us, to sell over $1.8 billion in products online. And Scott's gonna break down what's hot, what's working, and what's happening in this space. So, Scott, welcome to the show.
1: Yeah, thanks so much for having me. And an updated number. It's 2.2 now. So wow. end, right. you know, end, but Yeah, for sure. No, it's very fun. It's uh it's my favorite part of my job to basically come into an office every day and just see what our community has done. You know what I mean? I mean, I, now at this point our community is selling I mean, it's it's damn near 100 million a month in terms of what they're yeah. selling in their own stuff, products, services, goods, ebooks, courses, all over the map. And so I you know, it's a lot of fun. So we get to share a bunch of really cool data that we find from our database and hopefully, you know, help people that are watching that kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, that's, that's what we do. So we are helping that's people online. grow their business and sell stuff online.
0: Yeah. So for people that are listening to the show today, you know, obviously online entrepreneurs are always uh, researching the best tool, the most effective platforms. Uh, they're asking why to use one over the other. Talk to us a little bit about what Sam Cart's biggest differentiators are and why creators tend to be merging to SamCart.
1: Yeah, for sure. And so, yeah, you know, and again, like anybody who's watching this show, there are a lot of great tools out there. Obviously, I have some bias. That's fine. But no, hopefully we can we can talk about some stuff here today, some stuff that we see SamCart sellers doing that can help anybody watching, regardless of where you're selling. But I mean, certainly in terms of why SamCart, you know I mean? There are some things that I do genuinely think we do better than anybody. I think uh, number 1 because myself and my brother we were online creators before we started Samcart you know what i mean so we we were on this ride you know i may mean, I think we sold i don't know i we were probably in the over the course of our you know online history of five or six years sort of before Samcart we probably did 10 to 15 million of our own sales of different stuff online and so we basically looked at the landscape and we thought man the tools out there for selling this stuff are either way too simple, like a PayPal button. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or way too complex. And you got to have a team and developers and software folks yeah. and all that kind of jazz. So yeah. So we basically, we launched Sam to scratch our own itch. You know what I mean? And I think that yeah. really resonates with people. It needs to be yeah. simple enough so that people like us, you know, people like the product creators, yeah. the service creators, you know what I mean? Like we're not, marketing people. We're not techie people. Like we need ideas. We got to bring them to life. And then we need the stuff that's going to fuel your business also. And that's also, I think what we do better than anybody is we, we have the, I like to talk about it as like, we do advanced things really simply. You know what I mean? So we have stuff that's going to help you triple your average order value. You know what I mean? We have stuff that's going to help you (coughs) drive repeat business really, really simply. You know what I mean? That kind of stuff. But we keep it at a product creator technological level. You know what I mean? I think that's, that's, that's a really, really big reason why we've seen such a, uh, a steady, you know, kind of uh, takeoff here, especially during, you know, COVID times, of course, everybody jumping online and stuff. But yeah, I think yeah. that's, that's the short version. Yeah.
0: That's the genius and really good tech products. They take something that's yes. complex and make it simple and make everyday people able to use it and not slow down their ability to be efficient and effective Absolutely. in running and growing their businesses. Right. Yep. So that that's perfect. So let's talk a little bit about like some of the trends that you're seeing in terms of what is working mm-hmm. right now. Um, what's converting what what are some of the the highlights of you know the do's and don'ts as far as where your users are having the most success or some of the things that maybe aren't working so well
1: for sure yeah so let's talk about what's not working right here's what I see that is really really, not working right uh i I am we see a lot of customers or whatever that basically they're you know what we what we would call like a front end offer, so anybody listening, of course, like your front end offers think of it as your first date, it's the first thing you show to somebody when they show up on your site or they kind of get involved with you, you know what I mean, whatever your first thing you're showing to someone is, being really expensive that is. Not cutting it. That is really, really not cutting. And I know there's kind of been times and stuff like that where a lot of people think like, oh, you know, my first thing I'm going to do, I'm going to get people on a webinar and I'm going to show them this thing and it's going to be 5,000. They're going to buy it. You know, we are really seeing that move away. You know what I mean? Just sort of in general away from that kind of stuff. Um, which leads to what is really working. What's really, really working is people who can find ways to break what you do or what you offer down into something really quick and easy. First transaction, super simple, right? And sort of the, I would say maybe the biggest example of that is, you know, a lot of people using same Cards' pay-what-you-want feature which is exactly what it sounds like. I'm going to take something small and I'm going to set a minimum and you can either pay that or pay over it or, you know, whatever that kind of stuff. But we see a lot of those pay what you want things, uh, you know, just absolutely demolishing it in terms of getting a buyer in the door, right? So even someone who spent like a dollar, you know, what I mean, if someone spent a dollar with you, they are hundreds of times more likely to spend that next dollars or eventually get to your $5,000, $10,000 big price stuff. You know what I mean? But using the kind of like, Easy first transaction, you know what I mean? And then giving people opportunities to spend more either right there on the spot or, of course, as you kind of go on, right? But you should be, I always, always, always preach this big time is that everybody here should be the biggest number in your business is your customer lifetime value, right? And if you are not focused all day, every day on how am I driving that customer lifetime value up, okay, then you're missing out on the huge majority of your sales, the huge majority of your business. And so, you know, the strategies to to kind of bring that down to like a strategic you know, sharp level is easy front end transactions, really, really easy ones. Give people other things to buy in the moment, right there on the spot, give them other things to buy as you keep moving on. And that's how we're seeing even people whose business model maybe previously was, I'm going to sell this big expensive thing over here. You know what I mean? That's how you ramp people up and get them there. Right. And it's, it, it's, there's nothing groundbreaking, nothing super new about that. You know what I mean? That's, that's a, a tale as old as time kind of idea, you know what I mean? But at the same time in as we're moving into 2022 i i that is that is what i see working constantly all day every day in businesses all over the map you're talking online course sellers you're talking click and mortar type businesses i mean service sellers it, it is it is across the board something that i cannot recommend enough
0: That's fascinating. Now, do you see, because there's so many shifts happening in the online space right now because of iOS, because of ads going up so much, people looking for alternative ways to monetize their leads on the front end so that they can reinvest in the ads, all of that, so what you're saying definitely makes sense and I see that. Are you seeing people utilize that strategy as a pop-up on their website? Are they using that um, as a part of the opt-in? Where are you seeing people yeah. have the most success inserting that type of offer?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, there's that old phrase of like, all roads lead to Rome, right? Like that kind of idea. I like to say that like in, in businesses that we see really thriving in Sam carts, you know, eight, nine figure sellers, like those level of businesses, it's all roads lead to buying something, right? All roads, I would say all roads lead back to a sales page, right? It's kind of the idea. And so I would find ways to inject those things all over the place. You know what I mean? If If you have your... Your, you know, I'll call, again, I'll use that term front-end offers. Your front-end offer that you're going to put in front of someone is make sure that those, you know, if someone's on your blog, make sure they have breadcrumbs back to that offer. If someone's reading an email from you, make sure it's got breadcrumbs back there, right? Footer on your website, right? Uh, Link in your Instagram bio. Like all of, anywhere that someone can kind of interact with you, interact with your brand, there should be ways that they can get back to becoming a customer, Right. I always think that's sort of the line I draw in the sand. You know what I mean? It's it's certainly how we approached our business. It's certainly, I think, something that that has resonated into what card is and sort of is a is an outcropping of how we, you know, ran our own businesses, of course, and you know, all that. Um, but it's basically the idea of draw that line in the sand. And the more customers you get in your business, the higher your ceiling. The more you are going to grow, the more you are going to get out there and and can truly multiply whatever it is you might be doing now. And a lot of people think, okay, well, then I've got to convince people to buy my highest price expensive stuff in order to be customers. And I want—I I really love being able to help people flip that on their head, right? And I'm saying someone that spends a dollar with you is a customer. And that is another an enormous opportunity for you to take that dollar and thousand, X, whatever, you know, that, that kind of stuff over the course of a lifetime. So think about creative ways that you can get more customers in the door and then put that everywhere. And kind of really specifically, you know what I mean, we have seen a lot of people who are replacing, you know, you use the term lead magnet. Anybody who's watching who doesn't know, of course, you kind of give something away for free in exchange for an email or a phone number, right? That's a lead magnet. And we are seeing a lot of sellers completely ditch freebie lead magnets, okay? And exchange them for dollar lead magnets. Exchange them for pay what you want offers, you know what I mean? And getting people uh, sort of doing the trade-off of, okay, I'm going to get fewer people in, right? But the people that I get are buyers. They're customers right? And when you have some of the features, and maybe we'll talk about this stuff in a minute, but when you have some of the features at your disposal, like you do when you have Sam Card or other, you know, there are some other places that do it, of course, you know, whatever. But when you have features in place that help your customers turn maybe what might be like a dollar order into maybe let them spend as much as $200 on the spot, buying other things, adding other things to their cart, one-click upsells, a lot of, you know, whatever. We can techno, like, kind of feature talk. Um, when you have those things in place, then all of a sudden, what you were trying to give away for free and building a list of people who probably aren't so qualified and email rates are not what they were 10 years ago. And, you know, like we've all kind of experienced a lot of those things. But then all of a sudden you're building this list of customers that they open okay. every email you send, that they're the ones lining up when you have a new service offering next month. You know, they're, yeah. your customers are your biggest asset. And so finding creative ways to grow that, even if it's as little as a dollar, you know what I mean? is the kind of thing that I see really, really hitting the gas and fueling growth for people right now.
0: Yeah, no, and it's smart because of what's going on with data, right? So you, the ad platforms aren't able to retarget the data the same way that they were before. And so now we have to gather our own, right? Absolutely. And yeah. A lead where all you have is their email address, where half of them go to spam versus someone that you have a name, an address, a phone number phone for. Number? Yep. I mean, that's a whole nother game, right? Yeah. And so just it, it really exact, is something you're to be thinking about. Yeah. Sorry yeah, for sure.
1: No, I was just the the we the phone number thing that we said is another enormous trend. I cannot recommend this one enough. If anybody watching this, if you are not currently using SMS, if you are not currently using phone number type stuff for and and I don't want to say like it's not gonna replace email. You know what I mean? Like email's not going anywhere, it's not video killed the radio star, like the radio's still around kind of idea. But yeah. you know, when you're when you're doing retargeting for people who abandon your carts, you know what I mean? When you're doing like the 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 hottest of your hot leads, you know what I mean? You really, mm-hmm. everyone, I cannot recommend SMS type stuff is is absolutely destroying it sort of across niches, across business types. You know what I mean? That is something that we see relentlessly with a lot of our top sellers.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that's so important. I think it's going to be so needed for the future. And yeah. just, again, they keep making more and more changes to the way email is working where less and less people are even getting your emails. Sure. And a lot of people, I myself included, you know, I don't like to engage in email. A lot of people don't engage in least email. My
1: least email. favorite app on my phone, right? I I mean, like, let's fast, let's look backtrack. You know what I mean? Like we both probably had email addresses 15 years ago. I remember getting an email and being like, dude, this is you know, like, this is crazy. Yeah. I can't wait to open it. It's from like Dick Sporting Goods. It's like, what what do I care? And now, it's yeah, fun. I mean, you know, I get an email from friends and I'm like, oh, do I have to? read like this you know, yeah it's just it's different right yeah. and you know, we as business owners and we as creators if we can read I don't know, where that's going you know what I mean and understand the changes understand those things then you can adapt in the strategy with it you know what I mean but yeah. um, there are things that are really really exciting right now and I think yeah. SMS and, and using it responsibly of course because it's a totally you know what I mean I would never treat someone's phone number like we've done email things in the past you know what I mean but for those of you guys that's who are are willing to get in that. It's, it's a, it's a very, very powerful thing.
0: That is true. Any trends with text message marketing that you're really seeing work right now that you think it's important for he- people to hear about or know?
1: Man, for sure. Yeah. So, you know, we do a lot of text message stuff. We've, we've started supporting a lot of our big feature announcements with texts and things like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, definitely less is more, you know what I mean? So like use it sparingly. You know, I, 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 I don't know about you, Kelly, like at what point, How many times a week or how many times, let's do this. How many times a year, right? Would a brand send you a text message before you're like STOP, I'm out. Like, no thanks. I'm curious, like, what is your number? Like, think about that for a second. Like for you, when would you, when would you opt out if someone sent you that many? Like what number like per year?
0: Oh gosh. I mean, it completely depends if it was like spam, I would just do it right away. Like really, if it was, right, I'm
1: out. Yeah. 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 I'm already, yeah,
0: I would just do it right
1: away. Yeah. let like, if it was like a brand that I love, you know what I mean? Maybe, wow. maybe once a quarter. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and right. you know, like, uh, that's what I mean. You know, when you guys go to any businesses that you guys go and use, or I'm sorry, if any of you guys are, are, you know, watching, listening and want to adopt SMS, just, you know, I always say be human with it. You know what I mean? I've yeah. seen people. I've seen people abuse it, and then they come back and they're like, "That didn't work at all." And I'm like, "Dude, you sent eight text messages in 24 hours." You know what I mean? Like right. that's that's not yeah. how people use their phone. Um, I would say specifically, if we get kind of strategic with it, right? One of the biggest single things, and I'll take an example from a ballet studio that actually uh, that sells their classes and stuff on Sam Card. It's a, a ballet studio. They work in their local area. They use Sam Card to kind of you know sell their 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 classes and sign up for fall classes, stuff like that is they use SMS brilliantly. I love this. We did a case study with them. Um, but basically what they did is they took everybody who started to sign up for their classes, right? And basically just did, they're basically doing card abandonment, right? Someone mm-hmm. starts mm-hmm. signing up and leaves, yeah. right? But one of the things that they started capturing on SamCart is started capturing phone number. Yes. And all they did is they had one, it was literally like just a mom at the studio. You know, it was not like, it was a yeah. like sales professional. It was not, you know, she didn't even work for the studio. But basically those, messages would come across and they used, uh, you know, one quick automated reply that would go back to a person a few hours later, six hours later, something like that. Yeah. Um, and just said, Hey, saw you were interested in our fall classes. You know what I mean? Like, Hey, you know, do you have any big questions before you sign up? And that yeah. was the only question they asked, right? That simple, really quick. And all you're kind of doing with SMS is just trying to like open a conversation because most right. people, most people are one big question away from buying your stuff.
0: That's, okay.
1: it's okay. the same thing
0: okay. with uh, I live people
1: put live chat. You know what I mean? Like, yeah.
0: 100%. 100%.
1: Yep. And that, oh, that absolutely. grew their, their year on year. Like, what was it? What was the last one we looked at? I think the last one we looked at was their, their fall 2021 classes versus their fall 2020 classes, which it was sort of like normal. We've kind of like normalized it for COVID. You know what I mean? Like it it wasn't COVID wasn't this huge downturn for anyway, whatever, but it was like a 300% increase in the students yeah. that were paying for their class. It's just absolutely bonkers. And it was literally like an untrained non salesy kind of person, but maybe that was even better. Right. Like, you know, it didn't raise whiskers for people who are, are thinking about buying. And so I just, I love that, you know, use it in the right points are such an enormous amount of leverage for, for businesses to be closing more sales and doing this kind of stuff. And and we see, we see a lot of that. That's a really nice single example, but we see a lot of
0: that kind of stuff. Yeah, no, that's super smart. And I totally agree. And, and it's such a great point. And I talk about this all the time, and this is true, low dollar or high dollar, because I see the exact same thing with our very high ticket programs. Absolutely. People are usually one question away. Yep. And yep. I tell our reps all the time, I'm like, make a 30 second custom video and send it to them. And I'll even do that yep. when we're in like closed cart for a launch or something. And this is for yep. 30 or $40,000 products. And usually people are one question away. It's like that little ounce of effort. And it's not even being salesy. It's, it's literally them just feeling the security of the human connection. Amen. Of the right. being on the other side of that decision and feeling secure, Big you time. know, in that thing.
1: Big yeah. time. I love that. And I think it's so funny too. Cause you kind of like, I don't know, you know, like I've been doing this for a while. Like you've been, or you've been around the block, you know what I mean? Like we, we, we yeah. know, sort of, I think when I first started doing stuff online, it's like 2009 or whatever, I was like sitting in a college dorm room and you know, whatever that kind of stuff. It was all about like automation. You know what I mean? It was all about like, you're going to create yeah. this brand and you're going to take your hands off yes. it. You're going to sit at the beach. You know what I mean? And it's funny because I don't see a lot of those people still online. You
0: know what I mean? Like it just, oh, you it... are preaching to the quagga. No idea. I mean, yeah. I wrote a book about it. I, I love that. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, but like sure. the brands that are thriving are the ones that are human centric, period. Yes. End of story. I mean, I'm, I'm so happy that you brought that up. And this is what I said. Tech tools were meant to enhance, accelerate, and increase the efficiency of the human interaction our this. When we took that. it to the point that we tried to use tech tools to replace the human centricity of our businesses, That's why a lot of those brands aren't around anymore. People don't want that, right? I always say it's like a marriage, right? It's the human element working to leverage the tech tool to even enhance further the user experience. And I think that's so important for all of us as marketers and business owners to remember with any tech tool that we're using, especially because if we try to get the tech tool to do the whole job for us, of course, we're always going to be frustrated and disappointed it didn't work. How many times you hear that, right? It didn't work. Oh, it's like, yeah, it no. did it not work or did you not work? We're not sure, right? right? You know, <laughs> I
1: yeah. like that. I like that. Yeah. No, I, you know, I don't know if anybody here has messed with AI tools or anything. You know, it's it's not there yet. I'll tell you that much. You know yeah. what I mean? I think there's a right time and place for sure. automating important things. You know, I think yeah. it's really important to make sure that every customer that buys from you gets exactly what they need right when they want it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you can automate that kind of stuff. Yes. Yeah. You know, there's just, the businesses that I see really thriving are the ones that are finding nice strategic kind of targeted places in their business to re-inject human service and human touch. And I I love what you said. Absolutely. It is meant to enhance those things. It is not meant to replace them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. No, that's great. And it's, it's interesting, you know, seeing, you know, both sides of that equation. So What would you say are the other, just to kind of wrap it all up for people, like, what would you say are just the other things to really be keeping in mind in 2022 as we look at the changes in the digital landscape and just the effectiveness of, you know, selling digitally online?
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I I would say, and this is something, again, this is not like, I wouldn't say this is super new. I would say that it's roaring back, like in a very big way, is just simplicity for your customers. Simplicity is so unbelievably key right now. You know, the the sort of like, I don't know, I, I always kind of use it as like like a storefront example. You know what I mean? Like when you go into, you could go, you could release somebody into a big storefront, say you use like Shopify or something like that. And there are businesses, I'm sure, you know, re, like listening to this, that they have a Shopify storefront and that's great and that works for them. But picture picture this, you know what I mean? Someone, someone follows you on Instagram and they love your stuff. They click the link on your bio, they go to your site, you know what I mean? And you you release them into this big storefront and says, hey, here's this smorgasbord of things that I sell. You know what I mean? Yeah. Go go find the one you like. You know what yeah. I mean? I, I think that kind of stuff is just really, really, we've been moving away from that for years, I think. And I think only what's going to happen is we're going to keep moving away from that even further. I think simplicity, I think holding your audience's hand and guiding them where you want them to go. Hey, yeah. you know what? You're new here. Let me show you this introductory front-end thing that I have. You know, let me show you where to go. Let me hold your hand and guide you through this is, is absolutely the way to go. And then and then the nice cool part, right, is we talked at the beginning of sort of like build that list of customers, right? That big, asset, most important asset you have is then after you have that first interaction, those people are way more willing to sort of dive in and check everything out. And, and I think that's the point at which that's the right time to inject. There's a lot of other things you can do here. Go explore. Yes. But no, I, I love that. That makes experience.
0: total sense. That yeah, makes total really sense. Important. I love it. I love it. So thank you so much, Scott, for coming on the show today. Great insights. You guys are doing great, great work. Congrats on all the success for Card. Thank you very much. What is, um, what is the place you want to invite people back to? Where can they check things out and kind of learn a little bit more?
1: Yeah, for sure. You know, if you are a creator of, I always say creator is a very loose term for us. You know what I mean? If you are uh, anything that you would like to sell online, you've got a real business, you want to take it online, you sell online courses, books, whatever, right? Uh, just head over to stampcart.com just check us out you know we have we have a great demo over there uh if you qualify you can talk with a member of our team you know we talk about that service you know kind of aspect uh we have you know a team of uh what are we at now i don't know 85 87 something like that um and we'd love to to talk with you about what you're doing and kind of showcase what our customers do that ratchets up their sales and you know what we could do the same for any of you guys so uh, yeah, just head over to samcart.com, grab a demo, talk to a member of our team. We'd, we'd love to see how we can help you out.
0: Love it. Love it. Thanks for coming on. We'll see you back here soon, guys. Thanks for tuning in. And Scott, thanks so much for being here.
1: You bet. Thanks so much. Yeah.